Get Real with Lisa Crown podcast. So excited. I'm interviewing one of my favorite humans today. I am doing a podcast spotlight podcast interview with a near and dear friend of mine who's also a top sales manager in Fresno, California, but also my friend who's really been a massive support system for me when I started out my podcast. I think it's been three. Three years ago, I think I started this sucker out. And I got to say, I'm interviewing today Ms. Jennifer Shepard. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here, my friend. I'm so excited to be here. It is an honor and a pleasure. Oh, my gosh. I I have to explain the story before we dive into our interview because it's really exciting for me. And I'm going to tell you why. When I started the podcast out, like I said, I think it was like three years. I think it was in 2019. I didn't know much about it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what angle to take it. I didn't know if anybody was going to listen to it. I didn't know what topics I should do, whatever. Out of everyone in the world, even family and, you know, best of friends, the person who reached out to me was Jennifer and her busy life running an operation of her superstar title execs. She would reach out to me and like, give me tips and give me ideas. And I listen to this podcast and check out the intro. And what is your, the basis of your podcast? Like, I just have to tell you, your support when this thing kicked off paved my way. It could almost choke me up because your selfless, like caring, big, beautiful heart, oh, it saved me. Because well, it I, is so exciting to see everything you've accomplished and everything that the podcast is. And I continue to cheerlead and listen. I'm an avid listener and I'm just so grateful that you got through that uncertainty and kept going and made it what it is today. Thank you. That gives me the chills. And I I mean it honestly, like you gave me feedback, you gave me compliments and you gave me feed forward. You gave me this, this feedback, this feed, I call it feed forward. Like that was made me ponder. You made me ponder and make changes and make different decisions. And I've loved how, when I would give you vagueness, cause I coach, like, don't be vague up in my coaching, you know, and I'm such an advocate, but I was being vague about the podcast. Cause I just didn't know yet. You would ask me direct questions, which made me want to give a direct answer and tap into that. You really stretched me, Jennifer. I want to publicly say to everybody, my podcast, I'm going to be hitting my 60,000, 60,000 downloads. Um, this week because because honestly you inspired me and you encouraged me and you were honest with me and it is what it is today because of you thank you so much well thank you thank you. you the reason so that was one reason I have you in the hot seat is like it was a little bit of a goal of mine like I wanted a big fancy number when I would have you on otherwise I would have had you on the get right in the beginning <laughs> but I really wanted it to make it something to go, Jennifer, I'm here and look at. And so I'm at 60,000 downloads. I thought, perfect time. What a great way. And we're wrapping the year. This is going to be perfect. So I, you know, um, want to ask you a couple of things. And the reason why I've selected you, because there's a bunch of amazing sales managers we have throughout the country. The reason why you fast, this is something fascinating about you that I love is you're an you're very much, uh, uh, you know, dialed into reading books and listening to podcasts and you stimulate your brain at all times. 
with a consistent flow. People are so much more into reading today than they've ever been. Thank you, Audible, and all the other little things, you know, and tips around that we give. But you, I always like to check in with you. And when I need a new book, you're my girl. And thank you. You gave me a gem, by the way. I'm listening to, if anybody wants to know, Monsters by Kevin Hart, which Jen's done with the book. So I want to pick her brain about that later. But we are going to tap into my belief system is that books are the gateway to having the right mindset, having the right energy, having the right focus. I feel books lead you there. Also, I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. Jen, I don't know if you've heard this or not, that the top most successful people in the world are reading about three books a month. Um, so they do that for a reason, the stimulation and, you know, which we want to hear, you know, your thoughts about it, but thank you for being in the hot seat today. I want to pick your brain about this because it matters. And in a market that has shifted, you know, we need to work on our mindset. So we need to pick your brain on some of the books that are going to be right for us. But first of all, before we start, you know, kick in, just give us a little bit of background about you being in the business. I know it's 27 years, which is incredible. Give us a little background um, on your child journey. Yeah. So 27 years in the business, just celebrated that anniversary back in October. And I was the first person that my now division manager, Mark Barsotti hired. Uh, and I kind of knew about the title business, but I had worked for a builder, done property management, uh, before coming into title and have made Chicago title my home for the entire time that I've been in the title business. So five years as a sales exec, and then had the opportunity to become the sales manager. And it's been so much more than that. This is such a dynamic company with so many opportunities to collaborate with different operations and be a part of different leadership summits and hold rallies and trainings and, and be a part of what you've created in coaching and all of that. So uh, one thing that we say here is we're never bored uh, and it there's always a new challenge and a new opportunity around every corner. That is so true. That is so true. I love how you do break it down in layers because it's true. It's not just a sales manager hat. You know, I was thinking like, you know, like a mom, you're like a mama title. You're like support system plus, plus, plus. I mean, your people are so loyal to you and the biggest ultimate fans in the world, which is what more would a manager want? You know, that love and trust is just so huge. And you have that with your people for sure. So let's dive into this whole book thing, because I'm going to tell you, I started to read books about 10 years ago. Prior to that, I never really read because every time I'd read, I'd get really, really sleepy and then I would lose interest. And then my to-do list started to download and then I'd pick up the phone. It was like anything else that would get me out of it. I was out of it. I got Audible and it changed my life completely. I have read so many books. I can't even count at this point, which is so exciting to me. Um, and I have many, 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 many more to go. Let me ask you this. How many books do you feel that you're reading per month? On you know, average? between reading and listening, I'm averaging three to five. And it kind of depends whether they're the super academic, you have to kind of take them in small chunks or whether they're really accessible and you can just kind of breeze right through. It also depends on how much drive time I have in a given day or week, because if I am driving, Audible is playing, uh, except on Fridays. Fridays are for music and uh, chilling. But every other time that I'm in my car, it's it's Audible or a podcast, uh, just soaking it all in. And now, are you listen? Are you like doing a book until it's done, or you're starting the three books and kind of managing them throughout the month? 
three books and managing them throughout the month for the most part, partly because I'm in a book club. And so there's always going to be that book club book. And then there's always the things that are on my personal want to get through list. And then there's the things that come up like all of a sudden I have an opportunity to do something. And where some people will say, hey, there's an app for that for everything. I'm like, oh, there's a book for that. So if there's something where I'm feeling uncertain or I want to know more about it or I want to have something to share with people that is more relevant than something I've encountered in the past, I will jam through a book to try to grab those gems out of it and those things to share with the people that I'm working with. That's a good tip. You know, for me, I read one book and I'm loyal to the one book till I'm done. I coach a lot of people that do the multiple books and it really works for them. So I tried it and I got confused and it just created a bit of like, um, I got lost. I got lost. And so I realized where did, okay, I that that? where did I see that? Yeah. Yeah. I got lost with it. So I just do a one book at the time, but I just want to say there's no right or wrong answer in this that you guys get to choose as long as it creates a click for you then it's okay. But three to five books, high five. You, I, I'm, I want to be you. I just do. I want to do three books a month. I haven't been able to do it yet. And that's my goal. So yay on that. You know, we, we need some good books for sales execs. Okay. There's a lot of different salespeople. Listen, lenders, listen, realtors, listen, title people, managers. So you have a variety of my listeners here. What's a good sales book, even if you have a few that you would highly recommend, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, you've had Grant Cardone on your podcast and he's amazing, uh, but that's not everybody's style. And that's the other thing I really try to dive into is what could different people make work? So one book that I had my team read during COVID was Follow Up and Close the Sale by Jeff Shore, because his whole premise is just different ways of following up and that a responsible salesperson follows up because they care, not because they're trying to get something from somebody, but because they're really trying to serve and all of the different ways that you can tackle that and approach it. And so that is always one of my go-tos in sales. Of course, Jeb Blount also, you know, if you want to do fanatical prospecting or handle objections, he's a very skills-based person, very cut and dry, and you can learn a lot from jumping into any of his books. I also, though, am fascinated with really connecting with people because I think that's the key to being an elite salesperson. And so one of the books that I recommend people read is Vanessa Van Edwards, either Captivate, her original, or Cues, her new book that teach you how to demonstrate what you want. It's not a manipulation, but to make sure that if you want to be perceived as warm, you're hitting certain things. If you want to be perceived as competent, you're doing certain things and you're looking for those cues from either your one-on-one -on -one or your audience on what they want more of or less of and kind of dialing up and down. She calls it the charisma scale. So I think having some skills like that in sales are super important. And that would be kind of- Tell us that book one more time. Tell us that book uh, one it's, more Her first one was Captivate. Her second new one is Cues. Cues? Cues. Like so Captivate cues and then Cues is a different book. Yes. And I'm going to write down her name. What's her name? Vanessa Van Edwards. 
Savannah Edwards. Okay, good. I'm writing all these down because I need I need more from IQ. You know, Jeb Blount is really great. Yeah, I love him. He's edgy and he cusses and he's funny and all this kind of stuff. Just remember, he is talking to people in all kinds of businesses, right? Like right. it's not just in titles. So like sometimes he says some things. Um, I actually his one of his books, the um fanatical prospecting is one of my requirements in some of my courses, but I'm going to throw in the handle objections. I haven't read that one yet. Have you? I skimmed it. I didn't dive deep. And so, you know, as much as I read, I still buy more books and put them up on the shelf than I will ever get to in my lifetime. Right. So that is one (laughs) that's sitting there really patiently uh, waiting for its turn. Right. Okay. You know, I got to tell you something. Have you heard of Blinkist? I have, and it's so silly, but, and I should probably do Blinkist too. And I actually heard about that from you. I have to give you credit for it. And it's another subscription. I guess what holds me back on Blinkist is I don't always want to get just the main ideas of a book. Sometimes I'm looking for that thing that the author puts in there that clicks for me, that isn't part of the summary. And I only get that by listening to the books and going through the whole book. But I really should work that in for those books I know I'm never going to get cover to cover. You know, it was referred to me. I haven't done it yet through Blinkist because I do like what you're saying. I want to get the full scope. I don't want just the quickie 15 minute version. However, on a book that I would roll out to my coaching you know, um, I want to, you know, read the whole book, but if it's something that just kind of strikes my fancy, but I'm not going to get to it because it's piling on a shelf, I might want to Blinkist it, you know, for right. those of you who don't know, Blinkist is basically the short version, 15 minutes. It'll give you the whole A to Z about the book in their 15 minute flat, just giving you the biggest highlights of it. So, um, I do, I haven't done it because I do right. like organic. Maybe that can be our 2023 thing, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe good call. Good call. <laughs> Hey, so also adjusting our mindsets, we need good books around that. You know what already, honestly, because I just came out of my book that I was reading called The Earned Life by Marshall Goldsmith. Um, but I just got done reading it. And so I moved over to monsters. I can't put monsters down. And I love when you do that to me, Jennifer, when you give me a book, I can't put down. What book right now would you recommend that salespeople or managers are listening to to adjust their mindsets when they're feeling down, worried, down in the dumps, scared, overthinking, you know, what's going to happen to our market? What do you recommend? Well, you know, I would go back to the book that you and I have both read and recommended for years, which is the first book, The Decision by Kevin Hart. It is only on Audible. Um, But I loved it so much that I listened to it three times and took the time to write down everything he did. I've sent that to you, the gem and nugget guide out of the book. And to me, that covers all the bases. You know, I love how he has his own phrases. You do have to be good with cussing. And and I wish there was an edited version for people who there's not, it's not their jam. Um, But I like how he talks about eyes on the priziness and what's important about just staying focused on the main thing. I love his force field, you know, put the force field down so that other people's negativity doesn't stick to you. And the same thing 
helping with doing um, the virus scan? Who's getting into your brain with bad messaging and negativity that you need to just delete that out of your operating system and move forward? So it was it was a true delight to stumble on that and find that he really hit every aspect of what you need to do to have not just mental toughness, but readiness and confidence in yourself. I read a lot of books that, you know, help you have that positive mindset. But what I like about that and what makes it stand out is just kind of everyone knows Kevin Hart, you know, from the celebrity aspect, and he is not a perfect guy, but he's incredibly successful and he never stops. He never gives up. And so when I discovered Monsters, and I was shocked to find out it came up in 2021, and I hadn't caught it till 2022, you know, I recognize a lot of that in, in myself, the do-it-all monster, the control monster, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so it was really refreshing that you don't want those, you can't kill them and, and be a different person, but you can put them to work for you yes. instead of against you. And I liked what he said in one part of it, that it's like training a tiger. You don't do it once and you're done because the tiger could change their mind tomorrow and go after you. So you have to kind of stay vigilant and keep working on it. You know, all of this Unfortunately, there is no silver bullet. There is no, oh, I did that. And now I'm moving on to something else. It's just picking up pieces, which is another book I listened to this year called The Extended Mind. And I don't have the author handy, but it talks about the different ways how if we just relied on our brains, we'd be in trouble, but we can also learn from our environment and things like that. And the author actually talked about the fact that our brains are not like computers. Our brains are like magpies. We pull little strings of things together and we weave them. And that's what becomes our experience, our mindset, how we interact with the world, how we learn. And it was just really fascinating to me uh, to think about all those different kinds of things. Wow. You know, I'm just, I'm sitting here listening. I can listen to you all day, just so we're clear, because you like the way you explain something creates the captivation of the book. You know what I mean? Like you net, you're never, it's a, that's good feedback. Like you're never boring <clears throat> to listen to. I feel like you should come on the podcast like twice a year or three times a year with the updated books. And we yeah. should just like tap back in. Do that. I do. I don't want to do wait a year for this because I just, I, I, I do this anyway, when I have to tap into you going, Hey, what book or what do you hear about this? Or what do you think about that? Because I love your synopsis. It's so quick. It's so to the point and you captivate like that's, I'm telling you the listeners right now are like, tell me more. Um, <laughs> so we're going to have you back on. I just have to get that clear. Um, is there a podcast that stands out to you that you would recommend for sales or managers or realtors or lenders? Yeah, like, you know, I didn't expect to fall in love with it because his voice is just a little different, but uh, the selling with love podcast by Jason Mark Campbell is he's always got authors on. So that was going to be one of my tips. And we'll talk about this later. If you don't yeah. like to read, I think we're going to dive into some of the things I do, but he has a lot of authors on. He has a lot of people who just very quickly talk about an aspect of sales that a lot of people are struggling with. He offers a lot of free information as a backup on his website. So I hit that one every week. 
of course, I listen to all of yours because you really, you share things on that podcast that otherwise only your elite sales coaching people get to hear mm -hmm. and you do it in such a fresh way. You know, when you say, write this down, I'm like in the bathroom, drying my hair and looking right. for a pen and a notepad so that I can uh, be five minutes late to work, but have some great things to talk with my team about. And so I also for leadership, the Craig Grishel Leadership Podcast. Yes, he is a pastor, but he is so focused on the business world needs to have leaders that people want to follow and mm -hmm. that every time the leader gets better, everyone wins. Mm -hmm. And I just have gotten so many insights and so much encouragement that we're all confused. We're all just doing our best to get through and there's a way out and a way up. And so that's a monthly podcast. And then he'll have special guests on sometimes on the third Thursday of the month. Uh, so those two are always in my rotation and I, I don't miss an episode of them. Uh, there's, a, there's other podcasts that I dip in and out of. Uh, Todd Henry, Accidental Creative, is another one who has a lot of authors on his podcast. So it's a great way to get exposed to an idea. And uh, I love what he says is cover bands don't change the world. Don't be a cover band. You know, find your own song and and be that. And so that's always kind of playing in the back of my mind when I'm listening to him and the ideas he exposed. Because sales is a very creative industry. You know, totally. I, I have team members who will be like, I'm not creative. It's like, yes, you are. You're figuring out solutions to your clients' problems. You're figuring out how to differentiate yourself. You know, everyone's coming out of the woodwork right now, asking for the order and doing all the typical things. So if you can just get out there and do something different and constantly be adding value and giving and, and having those conversations that might not always be easy, but can be very productive, it can make such a difference in your day and your business. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. You know, I would add a tip to there saying um, these pot, like these little podcast tips that she's giving the ones that check out, just, you can clip one that really inspired you and send it to someone like the leadership podcast with Craig, Rochelle, I'm going to go check that out. Take one of his, his podcasts, clip it, send it to a broker owner, send it to another leader, you know, that it said, I listened to this podcast, I rock my world. You could leverage these things that you're doing and listening to to inspire other people. We're not meant just for us to have all the, right. you know, so I love what you said. That's so fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, what's been your biggest takeaway reading books? I think just the ability to be mentored by so many people that I would never have the opportunity to meet. I, I can't sign up for every coaching program that's out there. I can't attend every conference that's out there, but I can, I can be interested in something and ask my friend Google for recommendations or go to Amazon and look for what are the top five books that pop up with a lot of five-star reviews mm -hmm. and dive right in and get exposed to something that I didn't have that skill set before. You know, I, I really feel like our business is a lot about your attitude and your mindset, your systems and your habits and your skills. And that's a million things and your relationships. And so 
books fall into one of those four categories yes. and you just have to decide which ones are right for you. And maybe it's one book a year. If, if you're even reading one book a year and you're doing the homework and you're really checking in with yourself and you're really taking that message to heart, uh, that's going to make a difference. Uh, I would say the biggest difference, though, like Lisa said, is read it and share it. The, the faster you can share what you've learned yes. and understood with somebody else, the easier it locks into your brain. So it's a win-win. You're helping an associate or a friend or a broker or a client, and you're helping yourself lock that in as just part of your process. You know, Kevin Hart talks about that in Monsters. He says it so brilliantly that, you know, we think we can do it all. We have it all. It's all up in here. That's not the growth. The growth is the out there. It's the sharing it out there. We grew up in this business, keeping everything really tight. But if you, if God forbid something happens to you, like my client, he just passed away in his sleep the other night, would never expect it. Do you have brilliance is in his brain that we don't get to tap into? And he's yeah. gone. Rest, rest in peace, Ben. And I will say that um, you said something else that really touched me. You said everyone that you listen to is your mentor. And it's so funny the way that you said that, like, it never even hit me to write this second how right you are. These people are now your mentors that you are listening to. I I would always call them authors. I would always say, I'm reading this book by so-and-so. No, no, Jen's right. They become your mentor. How cool is that? Yeah. It's, that is amazing. Know, it's like a whole army of people that are just invested in your success, even though you've never met them. Dang it. That's so good, Jen. Hey, so, what advice do you have for people who don't read? That was me. So I didn't read. I told yeah. you prior to 10 years, I didn't even read a book a year. No, nothing. Zilcho. What is your advice to non-readers? So I try to, to feed them little bits of information, but there are a couple of tips. If you are not going to read a book, but there's some things you want to learn. In addition to the Blinkist subscription that you talked about, there's a really cool trick that works in Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure if it works in other ones, but let's say you heard of an author that you want to know more about. If you type their name into the search bar, it will bring up a list of podcasts that they've guest spoken on. And oh. so you can just jump into some of those podcasts. I oh. promise you, if you listen to two or three podcasts that they've guested on, then you are going to have the essential ideas of that book. And so that's kind of my number one tip. The other thing is a lot of authors will do TED Talks. So you can also search on your favorite search engine, uh, just search their name and see if they've done a TED talk or other brief video thing, you know, and and get some of those good ideas, you know, and that's that's worked for me. And uh, one thing that that to remember too is with Audible, listen to the sample before you buy it, because oh. and if you hate it, Audible's really generous on their return policy. But you, if you start listening to a book and the author sounds like nails on a chalkboard, you're not going to get what you want out of that book. Find another way to access that information or just pick a different book. Mm -hmm. um, one mm -hmm. of the things that disappoints me the most is when an author I really love decides not to read their own book because I there's know. a disconnect there. And I will always write to their publicist and beg them to re-report it with the author. Um, but I know not everybody feels comfortable doing that. Uh, I also know that it's okay to walk away from a book 
that isn't serving you. Yes. But if the matter is, I want to read, I am just too busy, which I know a million people that that's their line. Uh, I was just listening. I'm listening to Tranquility by Tuesday by Laura Vanderkam, who if you want some great time management strategies that don't leave you feeling like a robot, but being very intentional about what you're accomplishing, she's written a ton of books and this is her latest. Um, But she talked about just taking 20 minutes at a time. Anybody can find 20 minutes. And she talked about doing effortful fun before effortless fun. So if you would just, before you hit that Instagram feed, before you Netflix binge, just have yourself do something that you know will make you really happy when you're done, which reading a chapter or doing something like that, um, do that first and then go binge on Netflix or do whatever. I read in the morning. Um, I read before I go to sleep. I read on my phone or listen on my phone in the car, of course. But instead of scrolling, if I'm standing in line and doom scrolling or looking at news endlessly, I will pull up a Kindle book and just kind of go through a couple of pages. And it adds up, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there. uh, It all adds up. I love that. My goal every day is that I'm doing a minimum of 10 minutes. I'm sorry, not my goal. My minimum, my bare ass minimum is 10 minutes. And then 30 minutes would be my goal. Like today I did 30 minutes, felt so good. It was like, God, I hit goal on this. Having a little bit of a range and anywhere you fall in, you're winning because you're doing the task. Even if you do five minutes a day, it makes, like she said, it makes a big deal. What's Laura's last name for the Tranquility book? It's Vanderkam. So V-A-N-D-E-R. K-A-M. Okay. And I don't want to let you go without talking about one more book that really impacted me on Audible. I heard him at the Global Leadership Summit and downloaded it. And it's a book called Soundtracks. Because you talked about the fact that we're pivoting. We've got to get into a different mindset. And you know from your Marshall Goldsmith stuff that what got you here won't get you there. Get you there. You know you need to tell yourself different things in order to accomplish different things. And what I love about soundtracks, A, he's really funny, but he he just makes it John Acuff, A-C-U-F-F. He makes it really easy to understand why you can't just let the negative self-talk or others' negative talk play over and over in your head. And he actually gives you some practical tips and some things to do to push that out and put good stuff in. Oh, I love that. Thanks for throwing that one in there. I haven't heard of that one. So I need to give that one a whirl. That's so good. What, what is your message of the moment right now in the shifted market to your salespeople? You know, we are always about be persistent and consistent and to truly get out there and ask what are our clients' biggest challenges that they're facing right now before we rush in with try this, try that, try that to really Take a moment to listen to what they need and then help them get there. So, of course, people want to do more marketing than they've done. Some people haven't really had to market in the last two years because things were just selling and and they were just running around like crazy people. So uh, that importance of relationship, uh, that importance of really listening and just to show up and serve and to be as consistent in that as they can, whether that's 
personal text messages, videos, all of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm a big believer. If you want to just inform people, go ahead and send that email blast and drop off those flyers. But if you really want to communicate with people, you've got to do something personal. You've got to do those one-on-ones and craft unique messages and spend the time and invest the time. So luckily I have a pretty experienced team for the most yes. part that yeah. knows how to navigate all the markets. Um, but it is, you know, I think it's more challenging to just keep showing up, keep being that positive force for good out mm-hmm. in the market and not letting other people's negativity stick to you. And so I'm really proud of my team for doing that. They're really excellent. Love that. I love that. Thank you. And you're spot on with your advice. Persistent and consistent is, it's like the only option. I feel like it's, there's, you know, otherwise you're stuck in the story. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it creates positivity and, and momentum. And I think that's the biggest thing is that you need that momentum going right now. What book are you reading right now, Jen? So I'm just finishing that Tranquility by Tuesday. Oh, okay. Book. Okay. And so I've got like 30 minutes left in that. Uh, my book club is reading John Maxwell's Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. Again, it's a longer read, a little bit more academic, but John Maxwell is one Amazing. of the best people out there in the inspirational motivate- yeah. motivation and leadership world. Uh, I also just started a book that I don't remember the title of, but it's about asking for help and how hard it is for us to ask Mm -hmm. for help. And so, uh, and I am one of those people that like, I will just work and work and work and take on until I'm ready to bend and break. And so trying to get better about that, uh, Two, two books that really impacted me this year that I read at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. uh, were the Greg McEwen books, Essentialism and Effortless. Um, but one that was just kind of mind-blowing was Oliver Berkman's 4,000 Weeks. That's about how many weeks we all have if we live to our 80s. And the thing that struck me the most about that, if you're not a reader, I'm just going to give you the big nugget. Um, We talk a lot about put the big rocks in first, do the most important things first. His premise is there are so many good, big, important things that they will not all fit no matter how hard you try. So you really have to take some time to choose the rocks that are your best rocks and be very careful and very intentional with them and to get comfortable pushing aside the other great rocks and knowing they're just not what you choose and being comfortable with that. And so that is a lesson I've really tried to incorporate all year long and it's hard and messy and I'm not perfect at it, but I'm trying. I want to read that. Who wrote that book? Oliver Berkman. And he's got a British type accent. So I always fall for the guys with the British accent. B-U-R-K-E-M-A-N, I believe. Oh my God. Okay, that's going in. I love the title. You know, they always say, don't judge a book by the cover. I'm judging it because that title just won me. And that's fascinating. It, you know, it's a reminder for salespeople, make sure your headers and what you're doing, your subject lines and emails, the top of your calls, the top of your class, the name of your class, it captivates people. I can't wait to, I, all these books, actually, I wrote a ton down. Like you've got, I'm good for 2023. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I am good. I um, so thank you. 
but I want to read that. That one stood out to me the most. You know what I mean? Right. That was amazing. So thank you for that. Lastly, before we let you go, my beautiful friend in life and or in business, what do you know for sure? You know, I found it to be very true that what you do all the time matters more than what you do once in a while, because it's it's important to do those little things over and over that make your life what it is, that make your business what it is, um, and and not worry so much about the big splashy things out there. And so kind of living by that this year. I love that so much. Thank you for that. That's so like it's so purposeful, Jen. It's so purposeful that messaging and um thank you for that because I think sometimes we we get away from these little things that add up, you know, that get us to the ultimate result we want or the bigger goal or whatnot because we are moving to the shinier objects or or whatnot. I just I love how you said like kind of take it back and do do what you can do consecutively. I love that so much. Jennifer, thank you for being here today. Your support to me, to your team, to anybody who touches you. I mean, you have the philosophy that um, I I want people to have, and that is the giving heart. And you are so generous and so cool and helpful. And I love you and your feedback and all that you do for everyone. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. I appreciate you more than words can say, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You too, honey. Bye.